Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Life in the Spirit, part two. Remember we said that God is the spirit and that man is also a spirit. John 4, 24. John 4, 24. John 4, 24. Someone needs to hear this. You have wondered about many things in the last few days. You have thought about many things in the last few days. You've asked yourself, how will these things be? How will these things be? These dreams, these plans, this vision, how will these things be? Tonight God is telling you tonight, all you will ever need is in the word of God. That's when you get yourself soaked into the word and you stand on it, you will come back your testimony. You will come back with your testimony. No man uh, has failed by standing on the word. Get yourself wrapped up in the word. No shortcut will work. What will work is your standing on the word of God. So, make your stand on the word. Don't look left or right. Stand on the word. Don't delay manifestation by looking left or right. Uh, don't look at your friends. They're not, they're not always right. Stand on the word. People may mislead you, okay? Your friends might mislead you, but the word of God will never mislead you. Hallelujah. John 4.24. John 4.24. God is a spirit. Thank you, JV. Um, am I going? Okay? Sound like Old Testament God. My sons, I, I, I don't need that. God is spirit, or more accurately, God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. They that worship God must worship him in spirit because God is a spirit. So, we that worship God, we must be spirit conscious. We must be spirit conscious. Otherwise, we will be unable to communicate properly with God. We will be unable to understand, okay, and, um, and flow well with God. So, when God says that you are blessed, right, um, if you don't understand that God is spirit, you will check your body for the blessing. Hallelujah. If you don't understand that God is a spirit, you will understand how he speaks and when he speaks, what he means. If he says you are healed, you will first check your body first because you don't understand that God is spirit. 
I would worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. So God told Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. If Abraham checked his body, he wouldn't have believed God. If Abraham checked his house to count the number of children, he wouldn't have believed God. God is meaning that God speaks first of things spiritually real. That when I believe they are real in the spirit, I, be, I begin to get them real in the physical. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we'll look for God uh, in the fire or in the thunder. Are you getting me tonight? When you don't understand that God is the spirit, you look for God in the fire or in the thunder rather than looking for him in the still, small voice in your inner man, your inner witness. Do you understand? God is a spirit. Otherwise, if you don't realize this, um, you will only know he's there with you when you can feel him. It's not a feeling. He's a spirit. Do you understand? So we, that worship must be spirit conscious. Man also is a spirit. Man is a spirit. John for the God is a spirit. No Genesis 1 that, is, that God made man his own image. So if God is spirit, man is also spirit. I'm echoing, I can only, I'm echoing. All right? Glory to Jesus. So we are spirit beings. We are not body beings. We are spirit beings. We are by nature spiritual. We are by nature spiritual. We are spiritual natives. And life thus is thoroughly spiritual. If man is spiritual, if God, the maker of man, is spiritual, life is thoroughly spiritual. So, there is much more to life than what you can see. So, our success or failure will be determined by uh, who we are, where we are, and what we know. Uh, we will succeed by knowing who we are, where we are, you know, and by what we know. If you don't understand that life is spiritual, you will suffer. In fact, you will roast. Glory to Jesus. If you don't understand that life is spiritual, you will roast. You know, know it or not, you know, um, the, the, way, the way the electrical power works, it works. Either you know or not, you touch it to shock you. The laws work. So you can't say, I don't know light shocks. Eh, when you touch it, you will know. These laws work. So also, spiritual laws are always in motion. Like it or not, the laws are at play. So meaning, if you don't understand life spiritual, you will struggle. That's why you will not know the laws and how to work the laws. And all the while, the laws are working against you. Do you understand? Life is spiritual. So you cannot just merely relate to the world by your senses. You can just live by what your eyes see, by what your ears hear. In fact, let's make it practical. Somebody can look so fine in the natural. It's fine. 
is very fine. When you see him outside, you see a perfect man or woman. When you get to know him, when he speaks, it's a bag of rotten bones. Because there's more to life than what you can see. So the real person is not the clothes he's wearing. There's more to people than what they wear. There's more to life than what you see. There are laws governing, governing the happenings of things in our world. There are spiritual laws at play. Life is spiritual. So, you know, human life is controlled from the realm of the spirit. Human life is controlled from the realm of the spirit. This should not be, you know, when we say spirit, spiritual realm, people start feeling spooky. It's, you are a spirit being. It's not, it's, not, it's not a big deal. Amen. When we say, when we say spiritual realm, it should not make you, it should not do anything to you. You are a spirit being. It's because we have gone so carnal, so, so, so fleshly oriented. It's why, we, it's why we are spiritual realm and we feel, um, what's happening here? It should be normal to you are a spirit being. So the spiritual realm to you is just, it's your realm. It is your realm. It should not sound um, weird or spooky to you. Every human being is in the spiritual realm. We are all, you are, if you're a spirit being, you, are, you, are, you live in the spiritual realm. Same way also, because you have a physical body, you live in a physical realm, in an earthly realm. Do you understand? So also, because you're a spirit being, you exist fully in the spiritual realm. So, there are things about you governing your life more than what you can see. Hallelujah. So, don't believe that. It's also in the spiritual realm, negative realm. We deceive, we are in the realm of God's spirit. Glory to Jesus. But we are all living in the spiritual realm. Colossians 1 13. Colossians 1 13. Colossians 1 13. Colossians 1 13 to 14. Colossians 1 13. Colossians 1 13. Ideas is off for a reason. If they are put, put, put open, open the windows. Don't punish me, I didn't offend you. Okay, open the windows. All right? Are we there? Colossians 1 13. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. So we see this. The unsaved is where? The kingdom of darkness. The unsaved is where? In the kingdom of darkness. And we say they are where? In the kingdom of the Son. So we are all existing in spiritual kingdoms. We are all living in, in, in a spiritual realm. The unsaved in the realm of darkness, the realm of the devil, we are saved in the realm of, of, of the Son. Hallelujah. We live in the kingdom of his dear Son. Life is spiritual. Ephesians 1 to 6. Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. Can I take this off? People are setting me up today with this here. No, it's a thing. Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. You can change the cameras. <laughs> Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. Are we there? Are we there? Want to go. And you, he made alive, who were what? Dead in what? Trespasses and sins, 
in which you once walked out, according to the cause of this world, according to the what? The prince of the power of the air. The spirit who now walks where? In sons of disobedience. Verse 3. Among whom also we all once collected ourselves. Are we together? I need the feedback. Are we together? Okay? Verse 3 again. Verse 3 again. Verse 3 again. Want to go? Um, verse 3 NKJV again. Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. Are we there now? We must all be there. You read it together. One, two, go, verse three. Among whom also we once collected our, ourselves in the what? The lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And by nature, children of wrath, just as the others. Verse four. But God, who is what? Rich in mercy. Continue. Yeah. Verse five. Made us what? Alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Verse 6, and did what? Raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Look at that. So he says before we were saved, we were, we were being controlled by the spirit of the air. We were being controlled by, by the devil and, and, and his cause, his forces. But when we got saved, we were taken off from his realm into where? Heavenly places in Christ. So that now we've gone from where we were. We are now in him. Hallelujah. So everybody exists in a kingdom. Everybody exists in the spiritual realm. We exist in Christ. Glory to Jesus. We exist, we live in Christ. Life is spiritual. Where you live, um, and knowing your rights by where you live will determine forces of your life. The kingdom you exist in and knowing the laws of the kingdom you exist in will determine the forces of your life. Every kingdom has rules and rights and privileges and responsibilities. Knowing the rights of the kingdom you live in, knowing how to work the laws, the things yours in that, in that, in that environment will determine the forces that shape your life. Glory to Jesus. So also, we must begin to understand where we are, what we are, what we have because of where we are. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 6. Life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 6. Second Corinthians 10, 3 to 6. Verse 3. Verse 3. Look at this. For though we walk in the flesh. NKJV, please. NKJV. Want to give verse 3 again. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not what? We do not war according to the flesh. Uh, please pause. It says, though we live in the earthly body. It says, we don't make our war in the flesh. Meaning, if I will change my realities. It is not in the flesh. You get that. We don't war according to the flesh. So, if I don't like what I see in my life, it is not a fight of the flesh. Do you understand that? We don't war according to the flesh. So, if I look at my life right now, I don't like what I see. It is not merely a fleshly war. We don't war according to the flesh. Verse 4. 
For the what? The weapons ah, of our warfare. They are not what? They are not kind of physical. But they are mighty in God. For what? Pulling down strongholds. This is our weapon. Though unseen, they are mighty. Glory to Jesus. Yeah. Have you seen a strong wind blow off a roof? You couldn't touch the wind, but you could see the effect. Hallelujah. Our weapons, though unseen, they are mighty. Woo! Says they are mighty through God. They are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Not the strongholds. Strongholds are things that have been placed there for a while. You know, strongholds are things that old people bound. Do you get that? There are things that old people bound. Says our weapons are mighty to lift up and throw strongholds. Woo! Glory to Jesus. Our weapons, though unseen, can make freedom happen, can bring release from, from captivity. Though unseen, they are mighty. Doesn't matter how long you have been there. Our weapons, though unseen, are mighty through God to tear down strongholds. Glory to Jesus. Verse 5 Casting down arguments. Ah, and every I think that does what? Exalts. Itself against what? The knowledge of God. Bringing what? Every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Look at this. Since our weapons walk by, you know, casting down arguments. Since the war we are fighting, many times it's wars against theologies, ideologies, doctrines. Since the war in your life is a war of doctrine, it's a war of knowledge, a war of stronghold. That there are things that you have learned living, living in Nigeria, living in this world, that have shaped in your life strongholds. That have put you in a cast. That have set how far you can go. Do you understand? Since they are weapons of war, though unseen, they are mighty. They can tear down strongholds. So where men have that to fade in your house, you see what? The casting around them, they cast the strongholds. Since your weapons are mighty to tear down strongholds. Glory to Jesus. Woo. So, again, life is spiritual. Our real worlds are not really physical. So, so we, must first, we must first effect change in spiritual and then come and do it natural. So before I do on the earth, I've done in the spirit. How? The word. The word. The word rich in me. The word reaching me, our weapons are mighty. The word reaching me, I then speak it and pray it. The word reach is my weapon. Though unseen, it's powerful. Hallelujah. You know, you, you, might, you might look so, 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 so short, so, so slim and all that, but you are carrying powerful weapons. Though unseen, there's power in you. What you can push, ah, they can't even understand it. There's so much power available in you. Your weapons, though unseen, they are mighty through God. Woo! To tear down strongholds. Where no one has gone to your family before, you can go. Why? Your weapons are mighty through God. Woo! What no one could do, you can do. Why? Your weapons are mighty through God. Woo! In our family, ah, everybody has so, so sickness, you know, grandpa, grandpa day, grandma tade, um, grandma busola, um, great grandma, great uncle, uh, my sister, my cousin. Ah, no, no, no. Now I'm man in Christ. I have strong weapons to tear down age old strongholds. Woo! Hallelujah. Say, ah, my family, we marry late. Who cares? 
Who cares? I'm, I'm not in that kingdom. I've left that realm. I'm now in a new realm. I'm in the realm of the kingdom of his dear son. Here we have life. We have peace. We have joy. Yet it's work for us. Hallelujah. Life is spiritual. You succeed by knowing where you are, what you have. Hallelujah. And who you are. Our weapons, they're not mental weapons. They're spiritual weapons. People can labor so hard in the mental realm and struggle all through it. People have you know, made money, but were brought down by illnesses. People have studied so hard, they've gone mad. Now I'm wondering, this man's a professor, why did he go mad? Eh, life is not, not mental, life is spiritual, not mental. Life is spiritual. So I had a professor. So I think in criminology. So he got born again, but he now went back again to be studying his old books, his old books, up until the point where you know he began doing things that he was reading in the books. A demon got into him, not got into his spirit because he born again, but started afflicting him. So he found himself molesting kids. He was molesting kids. Life is spiritual. Good, good, people can do, good people can do bad things. Good people can do terrible things. Why? Controlled or oppressed by a spirit. This good man began to molest children. So that's going to leave him. That's the plan that he's going to leave him and all that. But they went to meet you know, Papa again just for prayer before. I'm leaving this guy, but if you can help us, help us. And he told him, I will only help you if you do this. Number one, go and burn those books. Don't read them again. Number two, Every day I must pray for 30 minutes. I must pray in tongues every day for 30 minutes. I must read your Bible. He says, otherwise, if I pray for you now, it will, not, it will go and come back even worse. So you must put something in, your, in, in yourself that repels the attack. Hallelujah. What? A life of the word and of prayer. Life is spiritual. The man, the man, the man knew this was bad to molest children, but he was doing it. And it was bad. But he could not stop himself. Life is spiritual. It's not mental. Many well-studied people are in depression, depressed, oppressed. They are just there. Life is spiritual. You win by knowing who you are, what you have. Hallelujah. You know, the spirit is fed by the mind. Let me explain. What you read, what you hear, goes into your spirit. Goes from your mind to your spirit. What you see, what you hear, goes to your spirit. Why? The things you are reading, ah, songs you are listening to, they are affecting your arts culture. Things unseen are things. Thoughts are things. In the spirit, thoughts are things. In the spirit, words are things. In the spirit, what you can see with your eyes, they are things. And those things are shaping your life. Why the Bible says you gotta guard your thought diligence. For out of it flows the things that control your life. Guard your heart. For things that control your life flow out of your heart. So what goes your heart goes in through goes in from, from the books you read and all that kind of stuff now flows out and shapes your life. Life is spiritual. Glory to Jesus. When we realize this, right? That our warfare is not carnal, but my church was putting down strongholds. You understand that? People can colonize you without, without, without guns or bullets. People can colonize you without guns or bullets. People can colonize you without guns or bullets. You can be entrapped without guns or bullets. You can be kidnapped without a gun. 
people can, can, can make you do things without forcing to do it. People can change how you live without any force attached to it. How will they do it? They will shape what you see. They will shape what you hear. And by so they will shape what comes out of your heart. They will shape what you see. They will shape what you hear. And by so doing, they are shaping what comes out of your heart. The word doctrine is everywhere. The word doctrine is not just a short thing. There are everywhere doctrines of the air. There are doctrines everywhere. There are doctrines everywhere. And your doctrine will determine your outcomes. Our, our warfare is not carnal. I can make you poor by what I show you. I can make you gay <laughs> by what I show you. It's a matter of time. If I can make you gay, I can make you, I can make you allow your children to be gay. I just keep telling you over 20 years, it's all right. It's not bad. And when you're trying to stay it, uh, what's there? Love is love. Yes, I can, I, I can entrap you by what you see, by what you hear. Our warfare is not carnal. It's mighty. Our warfare is spiritual. Glory to Jesus. So when you know this, you begin to guard what goes into your heart. Because life is spiritual. If I can shape your thoughts, I can shape your heart, and I can shape your life. So who and what is shaping your life, shaping your thoughts? They are shaping your life. Glory to Jesus. Can be colonized without a bullet. Can be colonized by the world with wrong imaginations, by what they show you what you feed yourself with. Also why we need Christian clean content urgently. Ha, are you getting me? We need clean content urgently. Very urgently. We don't like, like to be obvious. Believers like to be obvious. We are captain obvious. Let me, let me tell you what I mean. We only see as godly things that have Jesus in them. So if the song is not Jesus, it's not godly. We are captain of yours. So someone says, I'm sent to sing um, secular, I'm quoting secular, secular songs that are clean, you know, and, put, and bring out good values. You don't like it because it's not put, it's not, it not chant in the songs. We are captain of yours. Captain of yours. People you are fighting, people you are fighting they, don't, they don't tell you this song is from the devil. They don't tell you that, you know. They don't tell you this song is devil. How? So that why? They can enter into your life. But you, captain of yours, for your team must have, for, for, for your accept, you must have, Jesus is good though, as headline one. Hallelujah. We must raise men that went into the world undercover. Undercover men. They are with us, we know them. When you, when you, when you, are, when you hear that song, I just like this song. It's not religious, uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not dirty, it's just clean. My kids like it. Do you get my question? I'm talking about? It's how you shape a culture. But us, we must chant in the song before, before, we, before we like it. If they don't chant, you don't like it enough. Captain of yours. Hallelujah. When you go to a party, all the songs are from the world because you don't have, have danceable songs because to you, when it's not chanting, it's not, it's not, it's not good enough. So uh, now you have your children's party, your kids' party, and they're singing old me, old me, your children's party. And then, did you stop? It's your problem. We, we did it. We caused it. We caused it. Looking for a lot of, look for lots of to play. You can't find any because again we cost it. 
They all have sex in it because we cost it, Captain of your children. We cost it. Hallelujah. But things are changing. Hallelujah. We must get involved. Do good movies that people can watch and, and not, be, not be covering the screen. Amen. Yeah, it's changing. And it's you that will change it. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. So, we are colonized by words, music, and movies are exposed to. By words, music, and movies we are exposed to. Glory to Jesus. So, the, the, the things that flow from my heart, they affect my life. Before I fail in life, I first fail in my heart and fail in my thoughts. I won't, but I get the example. <laughs> Psalm 119. 65 to 68. Psalm 119, 65 to 68. Psalm 119, verse 65, 268. Please hold on, I'm not there myself. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I will learn it tonight. Is it going well? Yes, you do not answer me. Only tell me answer me. Tell me, God bless you. Okay? Guys, be kind. 65. Are we there? Yes, Once you go, you have dealt with your servants. O Lord, according to your word. 66. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe your commandments. Because it says, teach me good knowledge and, 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 and judgment. 67. 67. Look at this. Want to go. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. Look at this. Before I was afflicted, Something went wrong. Life is spiritual. Before a health failure, something else went wrong. Before a career failure, something else went wrong. Before I got, before I got, to, I got to myself into sin again, something else went wrong. I went astray first before I was afflicted. Life is spiritual. Things have curses. So if I won't go astray, if I won't be afflicted, I must not go astray. It says, but now, but now, but now I keep your word. It says, I've repented, I've changed, I've gone back, gone back to where I was coming from. Now, but now, but now, I now keep your word. So I, because I now keep your word, I, I cannot longer be afflicted. Because I now keep, keep your word, I'm not, no longer afflicted. Because I now keep your word, I'm no longer afflicted. Do you get that? When I keep your word, I don't go astray. When I, know, when I keep your word, I don't go astray. Are we together tonight? Yes, sir. Life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. So check yourself once in a while and see, am I going astray? Your word life. Your prayer life. Glory to Jesus. Have you now blown now? You don't, 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 don't come to church again. You've blown now. Church is now, church is now, you know. I don't have time for church. I will just, you know, 
I'll you know find time to come sometime. I'm busy now, you know. I'm very busy. Um, I'm, now I'm in Dubai today, London tomorrow. Um, you know, uh, when you that person goes astray, you'll be afflicted. He will be afflicted. He will be afflicted. Glory to Jesus. People even know. People can tell you their real story. That before this happened, uh, this happened. Uh, before I failed here, I first failed here. Before I became depressed, I first left church. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So, so that is spiritual. It means that, you know, I can control my life. Hallelujah. By controlling spiritual. I can control my life by controlling the spiritual. I can control my life by taking a hold of the spiritual. I can get more results by growing in grace. I can get more results, hallelujah, by growing in grace. Second Peter, 1 to 5. Second Peter 1, 2 to 5. Yeah, that's it, I'm there. Second Peter 1. Two to five. Sorry, I'm first, Peter. Forgive me myself. All right. Verse two. One to go. Grace and peace be what? Multiplied to you. Knowledge of God, Jesus our Lord. Verse three. One to go. As his divine power has given us what? All things. Again, no, 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 we're not together. Verse 2 again, verse 2, verse 2, 2 Peter 1, 2 to 5, NKJV. Are we there? Want to go? Grace and peace be what? Multiplied to you in knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. See, it says we have grace and peace multiplied. How? The knowledge of God. He says, I don't just merely pray for grace. God, give me grace. Grace, no, no. He says, I multiply grace myself. It's not random. It's not one day, God is in a good mood to give me more grace. Are you getting me? It's not that if I just dance and call it a slim way, I'll get more grace. I can deliberately grow in grace. I can control my growth in grace. Woo! That now it is up to me. Woo! It is now in my hands to grow in ability. Glory to Jesus. So the more your prayer points are, it is in my hands to grow in grace. How? By the knowledge of God. It says grace and peace be what? Multiplied. I can multiply the grace and peace by growing in the knowledge of God. The peace is that all is going well with you. That's the idea. The peace is that all goes well with you. Your career works. Finances works. Hallelujah. Ministry works. Woo! Marriage works. How? Grace and peace multiplied by knowledge. So, I'm not going to pray, God bless my career. No, no, no. I'm growing higher in grace and peace. How? By the knowledge. The growth there will bring career growth, will bring business growth. The growth that will shape my life. 
Glory to Jesus. First Timothy 4 So when I sit down, I sit down at home, on my office, prayerfully studying, I'm growing in grace. I'm changing my life. Hallelujah. Woo! So that one day, why is he studying his Bible? Eh, I'm growing in grace. Why is he always praying in tongues? I'm growing in grace. I'm not praying God help me. No, no, no. I'm growing in grace. I'm growing in grace. I'm growing in grace. So I can decide how, how far and how fast I grow in grace. It's very simple. Just change your, 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 your social media time to Bible time, you will grow in grace. Just change from, from social media time to board time, someone's time, you will grow in grace. Just do it. Just do it. Just do, just do trial for one week. Even you will know that this week better than last week. Glory to Jesus. Just take some from Netflix time. And just take some. Make it study time, prayer time in tongues, or someone time. You will know the difference. Some people are stuck because they are not growing in grace. They're not growing in grace. It's why the problem of last year is your problem, your problem this year. Because you are not growing in grace. See, if pastor prays and falls down praying for you, not, it, it will not still work. Do you understand? It might change a bit, but you go back. Because you, what you produce, what's inside of you? What you produce, what's inside of you? What, you produce, what is in you that you produce out? Do you understand? What you produce is what is inside of you. First Timothy 4 it. First Timothy 4 it. For what? Bodiless exercise. Profit a little. But what? Godliness is profitable for all things. Having the word promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. He says this, this, this training in godliness, this growing in grace will profit your life here and in the life to come. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. One together. This, look at this, is a faithful saying. As in, you can take this to the bank. Ha! He says you can bank your life on this, sir. You can bank your life on this. If I stay and grow in the word, I will grow in grace and to show you my life here and after. So what is a faithful saying? And what? Worthy of all acceptance. Verse 10. For to this end, says we both labor and suffer. As in, we labor in this. That on this matter, we live here. Oh! For this, for this reason, we labor. That's what is labor. We don't, it's not place. It's a labor. It's labor. We labor in it. It's not casual. We labor in this. Tell people, please, I'm offline for, for a few hours. Today, just leave me alone. Just give me some, some, some time off. We labor in this. We labor in this. This is a matter of life and, and eternity. This, this will shape my marriage, shape my finances, shape my career, shape my children. Hallelujah. Woo. Let's finish it. Because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, the of those who believe. Verse 11, these things command and teach. It's so important to Timothy. Timothy, these things command, command and teach it. Command and teach it. Command and teach it. 
Joshua 1 8. Joshua 1 8. Life is spiritual. This is how we live life in the spirit. This is how we live life in the spirit. Are we learning tonight? Hallelujah. The word of God will change your life forever. Just I want it. This book of the Lord shall not what? Depart from your mouth. But shall what? Meditate in it day and night. It says that you may be able to what? observe to do according to all that is written in it. He says, first thing, the word must be in your mouth. The word must be in your mouth. They meditate on it day and night. That you keep dwelling, feeding on the word day and night. It says when, look at this, when the word is in your heart and in your mouth, it says you, you will then be able to do all in it. Then you will have good success. Then, then you make your prosperous, and then you will have good success. You will make your way prosperous. God won't be God has done his part. You will make your way prosperous. It says your way, your way prosperous by what? The word in your mouth. Then in your heart. Then you will do it. Then you'll prosper. Then you'll succeed. Life is spiritual. We don't win by Eli Lo. Just one wind of change can blow away all the ilailo, can blow it back where it came from. Life is spiritual. You know this. If a spiritual man loses everything, he gets it back. Because what is in him will produce it back. Hallelujah. Do you understand? What brought it in the first place will bring it back. Can't impoverish him. It might go down for a while, he's going to get back up. What made it successful in the first place is going to bring it back. So it's never in the fear of failure. It's not that if anything happens now, I will bring what made it come before. We'll bring it back. Colossians 3.16. Colossians 3.16. Colossians 3.16. Colossians 3.16. Colossians 3.16. I'm going to to raise strong men for God. Woo! Men strong in grace. Strong, strong in the word. People that know who they are. They don't wait for feelings, they know. Colossians 3.16. Colossians 3.16. Want to go. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You know what? Wisdom. Teach an admonition. Okay? I'm going to another in Psalms, spiritual songs, sing grace in your to the Lord. He says, let the word of Christ dwell in you. You will make it happen. You will make the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You will make his word dwell in you richly. You will make his word dwell in you richly. You will make his word dwell in you richly. You will make his word dwell in you richly. Psalm 1 verse 9. Psalm 1 9 verse 9. Psalm 1 9 verse 9. This is how you win. This is how you win. Psalm 119, verse 9. Someone said, mm, is entering your body? Glory. Psalm 119, verse 9. Once we go, how can a young man cleanse his way? Ha! Huh? By taking heed according to your word. Ha! 
Verse 11. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. So, when the word of God draws in you richly, you will not fall like that. Do you understand? It's not a struggle. This, the real work is putting the word in. If I take heed according to your word, I will stand strong in every season. I will always stand strong. Your words have I hidden in my heart. We did it. I did it. Your words I hid in my heart. So that then I don't sin. I stand strong. If I'm wondering how do I live a successful Christian life, just put the word in. The word will produce its kind. The word will produce according to Skype. The word will produce. The word will produce. Is that 55? Isaiah 55, Isaiah 55, 11. Isaiah 55, 11. The word in you is what you leave out. The word in you is what you leave out. The word in your heart, in your mouth, in your mouth, in your heart, is what you will do. So no word, you don't do the word. Isaiah 55, 11. Isaiah 55, 11. It's, even, it's very simple. If you keep hearing this word, it will, it will do you. Ah! If you keep hearing this kind of teaching to change your life, why are you actually hearing? No, you can be, can be in church and not hear. You can be in church and not hear anything. You can be there, but you're not hearing, hearing. You can be there and not hearing. You are there, but you're not hearing. Really hear. See, hearing takes effort. Let me tell you why. So many times... Let's say, um, this is a, imagine this, this, is a, this is a graph, all right? So in a sermon, as I teach right now, when you're fully attentive, you'll pick some things. When you do a bit, you lose some things. You pick some, you lose some, right? When you now go and hear it again, what happens? What you missed, you pick some. You lose some, you'll not pick some, but you still pick some. When you hear it five times, you pick most of it. So to really hear the word, sermons of the played over and over. Now, pastor said that. I know yet. And that's how it works. It's why you must keep hearing. You must keep hearing. You must keep hearing. You must play sermons over and over and over. over and, do you my point here? And over and over and over. What you are hearing is shaping your life. Teaching makes a man. Doctrine makes a man. Doctrine makes a man or woman. Doctrine makes a person. Doctrine you are feeling on is changing your life. Check now, even you, you can see how you were five years ago. Do it, just do, just do your answer. Just do before TGC and after. Just do. Just do. You remember I used to think before. Even you know it is working. So make it work even better. Go deeper in these things. Isaiah 55 11. Isaiah 55 11. Isaiah 55 11. So this is why I feel like that, 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 that they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't just they don't stay in one place. So then you say, throw it those them anymore. I'm wondering, you cannot grow like this. You cannot grow like this. We are seeing today, we'll see again tomorrow. You are here and there. You can't grow that way. You cannot grow that way. You sit down. You stay with the doctrine. You stay with it. You stay with the doctrine. You stay. You stay. You stay. It's not casual. It's fully at on. That's 5.11. Look at this. So... Shall look at let's go together, verse 11. So shall my word be that what goes forth from my mouth shall not return to me void, but what shall accomplish what I please and shall prosper in a thing for which 
I sent it. Hallelujah. He says the word, he says my word will produce. My word will produce. God is telling you, stay on the word. This is life in the spirit. It's life in the word. It's not spooky. It's not just chanting. People think we say, they say life, life in the spirit. You're just doing those what we call spiritual things. And when you sing in tongues, it's good, right? But it only works from a life in the word. Life in the spirit is life in the word. It's life hearing and doing the word. That is life in the spirit. It says if you do this, it says his word will produce in your life. Woo! His word will produce your life. His word will shape your life. Verse 12 says, for you shall go out with joy. Look at that. If you take in my word and leave my word, it says you will go out with joy. I mean what? Be let out with peace. Let's go there. Let's go, let's go there. It says mountains and hills will break for you to sing for you. The mountains and hills will be singing for you. What stopped men will dance and sing for you to pass? I'm alone today. Pass, pass, pass. The cabo, pass, pass. So the streets of the field will clap their hands for you. Trees of the field will clap for you. What in that may celebrate you? Do you understand? The word of God will produce. It will produce. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Woo! Romans 8. Romans 8. Oh, stay on the word prayerfully. This is life in the spirit. Stay on the word prayerfully. Hear the word. Speak the word. Obey the word. This is life in the spirit. This is life in the spirit. Verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. There is therefore now, together, no what? Condemnation. To those who are in Christ Jesus. Continue. Not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Please pause. So the man that walks according to the Spirit will have no condemnation. Not to condemn you, not even your own heart will condemn you. It says if you live by the word, you will face no condemnation. Verse 2, for the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Woo! Hallelujah. It has made me free. Not will make me free. The law of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse 3, once we go, for what the Lord could not do, and that's what it was weak through the flesh. God did by sending his own son, like a of sinful flesh, on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. That what the righteous command of the law might be fulfilled in us. Again, again, you pass left on me. Back to verse 3. Back to verse 3. Back to verse 3. Read it so you can see it also. I get my point here. So you can both see it together. Amen. Verse 3. 
for what the law could not do, that it was weak through the flesh. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. Verse 4, that was I trust the requirement of the law and fulfilled in us who do not what? But according to the Spirit. Look at this. It says Christ defeated sin so that we in Christ can live righteously. We that don't work according to the, according to the Spirit, that we can live righteously. We that live by the word. We that feed, you know, and speak and do the word so that we can live righteously. Ah, verse 5. Once we go. For those who become to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. But what? The things of the spirit. Verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death. But to what? Spiritually minded is life and peace. Hallelujah. Say to fill your mind with things of God is life and peace. Things will go well with you. So to carnally minded, filling your, 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 yourself with earthly things alone, he says it is death. In other words, Omar, tell us last. People are praying to God, God help me. God help me. God is telling them, open your Bible and study. Like, actually study. Actually study. God can't help you beyond the word. He can't. It, it cannot. People really assume God can do everything. God sincerely cannot. How do I know? Jesus said then, the Bible says, he could not do mighty works. Not he did not want to. He could not do. He could not do. Not he didn't want to do. Because of the unbelief. Because of the unbelief. He could not do. Because of the unbelief. He could not do. Some belief, not believe in the word. So God cannot go for you in your life beyond your faith, and your faith grows by the word. So God is stuck in your life if you don't grow in the word. So all the, all the prayer and fasting, many times just a waste of time. Oh God, as you are fasting, read your Bible. Actually, be the life of the word, feeding, speaking, obeying the word. He says, verse 7, verse 7, because the carnal mind is what? Enmity, look at this, against God. For it is what? It is what? Nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So this carnal mind is an enmity against God. The carnal mind is fighting God. So even if you're a believer, and you don't train yourself to live in the spirit, to live by the word, very soon, find yourself fighting God. Verse 9. Verse 9. Look at this. Verse 9. Look at this. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, dwells in you, pause. If the spirit of God dwells in you, now, now, in John 15, Christ told them, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you'll produce fruit. Right? It means that, you know, you can claim to be in Christ, but not really abiding. You're running your own show. 
Do you understand that? So also, can, can I have the spirit out of you and not live by the spirit? Is there but dormant? Even though it's there, it says, if the spirit dwells in you, you are not in the flesh and the spirit. So you are where you should be. You can, you can have the spirit of God and, and still live in the flesh. You know that. Are we together? Let's continue. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of God, Christ, he is not. So you have a spirit. Now live in the spirit. Not just chanting again. If you don't listen to just gimmicks. To live in the spirit is to live by the word. Ask the word. Do the word. Are you getting my point here? It's not just to, not just to sing and, and just get emotional songs to get yourself, get yourself in the zone. Sometimes we sing some very emotional songs and get in the zone. We sing some, some very bad doctrine songs and we get goosebumps. So are you in the spirit? No. And your emotions. It's not by just singing it. It's a lifestyle. Obeying, doing the word. Verse 10. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11. We'll stop here. Verse 11. Want to go. But if the spirit of him, which is from the dead, dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you. Hmm. He says, if the spirit of Christ dwells in you, dwells in you, not only you have him, you are, you, you are inconscious. Hallelujah. You are is in me conscious. You live by the Spirit. You walk in the Spirit. You are aware deliberately. Look at this. It says that same Spirit that took Christ up from the dead will give life to your mortal body. People say, you know, they think it means you give life to your, to your body when you die, when you, when you, when you, when you rapture. But no, see, he says it will give life to your mortal, mortal, your mortal, your now body. You didn't get that. The body we have there is, is not the same body. This body will change totally. It will change. So, so the, the body he's talking about here, your current life. The gospel in you will give life to your mortal body now. If you live by the spirits. Spirit in you will give life to your mortal body. So, the beast, the snake, wrapped on Paul's hands. What did Paul do? Paul shook it off. The life of the spirit in you will quit your mortal body. It's how it you can eat up sicknesses. You can, you can eat up, you can eat it up, you can eat up diseases, you can eat up eggs, you can eat up cancer. The spirit of God in you will eat it up. And you get to it tonight. If you are spirit conscious, if you live and walk by the spirit, nothing can hold you down. They wonder why is he so smart? Uh, really goes in him, his brain. They're wondering, it just means an understands. It just does things easily. The spirit in you will give life to your mortal body. So they told you, in our so and so and so body, body sickness, the spirit in you is quickening your mortal body. 
This is the reality of the man that is inside, that, that is spirit in me conscious. A man that lives by the spirit. The spirit in me will eat up the problem. The Bible says that no one in Zion will say, I am sick. Uh, and now, Hebrews 12, now are we in Zion. Hallelujah. So now we can say that no one here will say, I am sick. Why? The spirit of God in you will revitalize, will give life to your mortal body. Glory to Jesus. Come in at 59. Come in at 59. Come in at 59. I'm conscious of this life. I'm conscious. I'm aware of this new life in Christ. I'm aware of this life in Christ. Are we praying tonight? By living in the word. It's not magic, sir. It is the word inside of you. It's not magic. It's not gimmicks. It's the word inside of you. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. The life in me, the Spirit of God in me, gives life to my mortal body. Ah, the Spirit of God in me gives life to my mortal body. This is how disease touch your body and they die. Ah, you know, my point here, they touch your body and they die instead. What should afflict you dies on contact. COVID dies on contact. Why? The Spirit of God in you gives life to your mortal body. Hallelujah. Pray it out this morning. I'm aware of this new life. I am only ghost inside conscious. I live by the word. I grow in this life. I grow in grace in this life by the word. I multiply my grace and peace by the word. I don't merely pray for grace and peace. No, 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 no. I grow in the knowledge by prayerful study. When I pray, I pray that God open my eyes, let me see. When I pray, I tell myself, Tolu, today you see. Today your eyes see the things yours in Christ. And you grow in these things. Life in the spirit is life in the word. Life in the spirit is life obeying the word. It's not spooky. Nah, it's life in the word. Lika supre gavale ina mini eke dashto. Eprea ilakus kinate. Rakosto prehede gesuzia. Ratushta gia telani. Lepro gos kadiska las pomate. Leko supre anina nyaniake. 
Lipri agishta galasku matege diza. Prandos kopregi iako sulam makilako stopre elene. I will pray in the Maliski and Telamatea. Predosu la pregedia tagasto gosa. Lepro gonosu teledibidiosus. La pregedia kosa dagasasia. Rato supre le de le kosiande. La pradagisto gosiande le de gesusia. Mate la prahande le dosa taigata. Le pragasuma kidiosa. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So when face temptations, again, I tell myself, the spirit in me gives life to my body. Yeah. The spirit in me gives life to my body. I won't do that. Nah. The spirit in me conquers the of my body. The spirit in me gives righteous life to my mortal body. So I can say no to sin. The spirit in me gives life to my body. can always cooperate my spirit. Hallelujah. When, when, I, when I want to be sick, when I, when I feel the symptom, the spirit in me gives life to my body. See, God make it happen. I begin it by triggering it. Then the power of God goes into operation. The spirit in me gives life to my mortal body. I don't just stand down and wait, wait for the best. That I'll, I'll, I'll feel good one. I'll feel good one day. You get up. You get up. Face your room. You might start start up looking very tired. Ah, the spirit in me gives life to my mortal body. You look like you fall down and collapse. The spirit in me gives life to my mortal body. Why? Because by stripes I am healed. So it's not will I be healed, it's I'm, I'm already healed. So, it's not like a question. I am healed already, so I will always be healed. The spirit in me gives life to my mortal body. As you keep saying it, what, what, what happens to you? The strength begins to grow. The strength begins to grow until you fully have what you have believed for. The spirit in you quickens your mortal body. Father, I give praise tonight. Jesus, name we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.